Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Hey, what is up? Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to everybody out there listening to the Life of an Average Joe podcast. I want to say thank you so much for supporting and continuing to listen uh, this crazy journey that has been started now for some time. And you know what? It's funny because I remember when I when I first started doing this podcast, this particular podcast, not any of the ones I've done in the past or ones I've still working on with friends, this one. And I thought to myself, how how long can I do this? Because if you're doing a podcast, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of work. You know, people sit there and think, oh, you could buy a microphone for cheap. You plug it in your phone. You don't even need a laptop and you just talk. And that's just not the case. That's just not the case. There's always room for improvement. You're always editing. You're always thinking of better ways to distribute your podcast to the masses, uh, ideas. And I thought to myself, am I ever going to become too busy to do this? Which is a horrible way to think because you only become too busy if you don't really want to do something. Like I'm too busy to go out to have a beer. I'm too busy to go out and get coffee sometimes. But I'm not too busy to do something that I really love to do, and I will stay up late, I will get up early, I will find a way to do it. And it has paid off. Now, I've got to learn some things still, always. Uh, Next year, some big changes coming out to this podcast, more live shows, new platform, uh, doing a lot more editing because of what I have to work with as far as software goes. But that's all nerdy stuff that nobody cares about. That's just for me. But I'm excited about it. And here I am doing the podcast. Still, I'm actually running late today. <laughs> so today's the wedding. Even though this even though this podcast is literally just a couple days before Christmas and a, w- a week after the wedding, today's the wedding. I, I, I'm re-recording my Christmas episode because I didn't like the way the last one turned out. So here's to hoping for the best on this one, because this is it, folks. (laughs) I am done for this year. 2021 is in the bag. I've got one more podcast that'll go live the last week of the new year, and that's it. Um, And it's been awesome to not have to worry about recording podcasts. I, I try to do that every year, just get everything done. You know, writing and podcasting and social media. Get it done for the month of December. A few little tweaks here and there, but just be done with it so you can relax. And that's what I've been doing. I've been embracing Christmas. And I talked about it last year. You know, last year was rough. Not that this year's much, much better for many people, but last year we were experiencing a pandemic Christmas. Look, I've got a Christmas mask on my tree because just as a reminder of what it was like it's an ornament now it's a christmas mask ornament and um because last year was very uncertain uh this year has been uncertain 
But last year we were we were coming into December. You know, things weren't still open. A lot of the Christmas events were canceled. I remember taking Luke to go see Santa back home and he was in a bubble. He was in a snow globe. And then we took him to go see Santa. I took him uh, down at the Dallas Arboretum, which is an amazing event. But we had to wear our masks outside. But we had to wear our masks, so that was interesting. (laughs) I think it was like 70 degrees that day. But we had to go see Santa, and Santa had a face shield on and was behind us. You know, and I was looking back at those pictures, and it was great. I mean, it was a great moment at the Arboretum and other things we did, but I was like, wow, that's something that Luke's going to, as he gets older, he's going to start asking questions about the pandemic because he knew people were getting sick. He knew that people were, you know, wearing masks. He had to wear masks, but I don't think he realized just how difficult of a situation it was. Matter of fact, that was my goal. I didn't want him to be scared. I didn't want him to... I don't know, not really worry if something wasn't open. Hey, we can't go there. The park's closed today because people are getting sick. I didn't want him to think that, oh no, I can't go to the park anymore because I'm going to get sick. You know, you never know how little kids are going to, you know, connect those dots in their little mind. But as he looks back at those pictures and he sees masks and he sees the masks on a Christmas tree and he sees Santa wearing a face shield it's going to bring up questions and it's going to be a story that he's going to tell his children, his, his friends, his, his wife, his, whatever, his girlfriend, whatever happens with my son and in those relationships, he's going to tell those stories. And you don't think about it at the moment because you're just in it. You're enjoying it and you're making the best out of everything, but you don't realize that that's, that's what you're making. You're making a tradition Not so much that we're going to wear masks every year, but you're making a history. You're making a, that's not what I'm trying to say. You're making a memory that'll last. That when, when he's older sitting around going, man, I remember that one year and my dad had to tell me about it or my mom told me about it and I saw pictures and man, there was like this pandemic, there was COVID-19 was around. We were all wearing masks, Santa, things were closed, but we still did stuff. I still had a great Christmas. And you don't think about it at the time, but I'm looking back now going, oh my God, that was a year ago. And of course, it's hard to, to wrap your head around that when we're still in it. You know, we still got this lingering nonsense of, uh, of COVID and blah, blah. I don't even care. I don't even want to say the word anymore. You know, I'm not putting it down. I just don't want to say the word anymore. I just don't, I'm burned out, man. But we're making those memories. This year, it's been different because the events that we couldn't go to last year, you know, even seeing Santa is different this year. It's much more like it has been. There's more lights to look at. There's more outdoor events. There's, yes, we've had ice skating in Texas. Like, there's more things that are open now. And there's an energy in the air. And I was just talking to a friend of mine the other day, a couple days ago, about that. That it's so easy to get burned out on life. <laughs> Forget everything that's going on. Forget everything that's going on in the world. Just pick a normal year. Just pick a random quote unquote normal year. It's easy. It's just easy to get burned out on the, the grind of life, the finances, the, the stress with your family, the 
the going to work, you know, just all those things. That's just easy. And that's part of it. You have your good days and bad days. But right now we've experienced so much, some of us more than others. Some of us still going through really bad, rough times, but there's an energy in the air. And I don't care if your Christmas is your thing or not. If you believe in Christmas, if you celebrate it, if it's Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, that starts, I think, after Christmas. I don't even know. Um, or whatever random holiday. Or if you don't even do anything. If on December 25th, you get up and it's just every other day. Your house isn't decorated. You make your coffee. You watch the news. Whatever. If that's your thing, that's your thing. I'm not judging. Whatever. But you cannot deny that there's something in the air right now. You can feel the energy. That's what we were talking about. You can feel the energy from other people. It feels like to me, despite all the DBs out there and social media nonsense and the crap that we see and the media trying to shove crap down our throats and the politicians trying to just piss us off any more than they already have on both sides of the fence. I have to keep saying that because I'm going to hear somebody go, oh yeah, yeah, the Republicans. Oh yeah, the Democrats. No, they both suck, okay? get over it. They're garbage. Okay. Just let's move on. Despite all that, there's something in the air. We are sitting here giving out that positive energy, that vibe, that caring, that love, that compassion amongst the tragedies. Things are coming through. You've got communities coming through. You've got people of an entire state coming through because some idiot went into a school and shot up some kids and, and, and had idiot parents who allowed it to happen. They came through. It's about people and families. Because people are coming together to help. Because people are coming together. I see it. Yeah, there's the other side of the coin. But right now, in my opinion... What I see and have experienced are people pulling together. I just had a situation not too long ago. I was at an event. And if you've heard this story already, just listen to it again. Just deal with it. I was at an event and the work truck broke down. (laughs) I wasn't far from home, but I had to go back to the shop to get my car so I could actually go back home. It wasn't like I could just take an Uber and say, "Eh, I'm going home. My car was at the shop. So I had to go back. I had to go back to work. This is like 10 o'clock at night. Mind you, Sunday, this was on a Saturday, the Sunday, I had to be to work at 6 a.m. So I had to be up at 5.15 in the morning. Yeah, right? Life of an average Joe. There it is. And it wasn't like I could go home and go to bed after work because I was hanging out with Luke. So there you go. If you guys think I just lounge around, you're, you're sadly mistaken. And if anybody thinks I lounge around, they, they clearly don't listen to this podcast. But it broke down. Taxi owner, owner never reached out. Sleeping, whatever. People at work couldn't come get me. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave it here. I'll take the keys. I'm going to Uber back to work. You know, so that I can go home and get a couple hours of sleep before I have to get up. And go to work again and do this all fun and games all over again. But I had three people there. (laughs) It sounds like a joke. I had a police officer, a rabbi, 
and another guy, this other Jewish guy, because it was a Hanukkah event, right? It's like three people walk into a bar, um, and they stayed for a long time. The police officer had to go, but he, you know, he he sent the the message out, hey, don't tow this truck. The owner of the place was like, dude, we're not towing it. Don't worry about it. The other two stayed to try to figure out. We were trying to figure out how to get it going. We, we, we couldn't get it going at all. Finally, this guy, this, now mind you, this isn't like 10, 15 minutes. We're talking well over an hour. It's getting late on a Saturday. Meanwhile, this guy goes, you know what? I got to go buy your work anyway. You know, it's in Frisco. I got to drive by there. I'll give you a ride home. So even if he had to go by there and I knew where he was going, yeah, technically he did have to go by there, but he did go out of his way. At least by 10, 15 minutes. And when it's late like that, I mean, 10, 15 minutes means a lot and drove me home. Strangers came together to help is what I'm getting at. They came together. They were the nicest. They weren't upset about it. We talked. They were great. They came together to help, to drive me to, you know, back to work. I did only get like three hours of sleep, but whatever. You know, I wasn't even mad. That was a perfect situation for me to have a Brandon tantrum. And I wasn't even mad. I didn't swear. I didn't care. I just wasn't even mad. I just was like, you know what? Whatever, man. What? <laughs> it's not my truck, number one. Number two, okay. Right. So I'm going home. And I think it was because of the vibe that everybody was given at the event, after the event, and the help I received from complete strangers. That's what I'm seeing out there. That's what I'm experiencing. And that's really what life is about. But that's really what this time of year is about. I'm going to remember that story. I'm going to use that story when I talk to other people. And I'm going to use that story at some point when I talk to my son about it. I mean, not now. He's four. He's going to be like, Dad, I, I don't care. You know, He might care that the truck broke down, but he, he won't care about anything else. But I'm going to talk to him about that because that's I'm going to remember that. That's something that's going to last in my memory forever. Because it was the act of kindness, which is what this is all about. It's not about gifts. It's not about those strange, weird gifts that people find you and you have no idea where they got them. You know, that just makes for a better story. But I'm embracing it. I'm embracing it. You know, yes, I want to be happy too obviously, but I'm embracing it for other people. I'm embracing it for the strangers out there, the people I work with, even if they piss me off at times. I'm embracing it for my son because seeing him at night, because every night, not every night, but you know, most nights, there's a process. When you have a kid, there's a process. There's that wind down process. Take a bath, put your jammies on, play, get a snack, brush your teeth, shut the lights off, wind down, read a book. We put a movie on. And when we put a movie on, all the lights are off. Not now. Got to turn the Christmas tree on. Got to turn the little Christmas tree on. Got to turn the lights going up the stairs on. Uh, Let's turn the holograph. We have a hologram on. Let's turn that on. Make sure the outside lights are on. Make sure the patio lights are on so people can see the wreath. And my son will remind me, Dad, you forgot to turn the star on because the star glows, you know, on top of the Christmas tree. He loves it and he just looks at it. His little beautiful face just looks at it. 
He's got his little Christmas hat on that he calls his sleeping hat. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where, but whatever. And he's into it, man. And I'm putting him in Christmas jammies. I'm in Christmas jammies. I'm wearing Christmas pants, like, to sleep in. And not that you guys care what I sleep in, but I sleep in shorts, like, all year. So for me to put Christmas pants on, you know, it's just a thing. I got Christmas socks. Fuzzy socks, which is hard because I always wear shorts. So I'm literally making occasions to wear jeans just so I can wear my Christmas socks. We got our ugly sweaters. We got our beanies. Like, we are Christmas out. Like, that's us. Like, we're like the cover of a Christmas album. And he loves it, and it makes me happy. That motivation or that love that he has is what fills up my tank on days that I don't want to do anything all the time. When I go to work and I'm like, oh, God. Look, I got to be honest with you, and David's going to hear this, and I'm sorry. I don't even want to go to this wedding right now. I'm just not in the mood. It's nothing to do with them getting married. It's nothing to do. Once I get there, Brandon turns it on. I'm good to go. I'm just saying I'm not in the mood. You know, but I'm going, obviously, late. But hey, I'm still early. I'm late and I'm still early, so figure that one out. But um, that kid, my son, is what fuels it. Making people happy is what's fueling it. I'm into it. I wish I could slow down the Christmas roll and just embrace it a little bit more because it goes by so fast. That's why I'm, I'm brainwashing myself with Christmas movies. It's like the opposite of Halloween. And I've watched some good ones. We just watched um, Jack Frost, which is kind of a sad movie, by the way, uh, with Michael Keaton. came out in the late 90s, I believe. But Luke's liked it since he was two, which is weird because it's kind of a heavy movie. Now, he just sees the snowman and thinks it's cool, but, I mean, if you guys don't know the story behind that movie, I mean, like, <laughs> Mike, like Michael Keaton dies in it and comes back as a snowman to be with his kid. Like, it's, it's intense, and then he has to go away at the end. That's kind of cheesy, you know, whatever. But it's Michael Keaton. And I love Michael Keaton. But my son loves it. And he, we watched I mean, he sits and watches that. Nightmare Before Christmas, one of my favorites. We probably watched it three times already. Home Alone, the good one, the first and only one. Not the sequels and definitely not the new Garbage remake. Definitely. Which I did watch just because I wanted to review it, and it's garbage. Um, you know, I watched Harold and Gumar's Christmas Story or Save Christmas or whatever it's called. Yeah, definitely inappropriate. Did not watch that with Luke. Uh, I remember it being bad. I just don't remember it being that bad. But that's me. You know? I'm getting ready to watch Love Actually, my man movie that makes me, like, tear up. Like, I'll probably watch that Christmas Eve. Lights on, I'll finish rapping, put a little Love Actually on. You know? I would say drink some wine or something, but I'm just not drinking lately. I really... I'm just really not. I'm, I'm almost to the point where I'll probably quit because I take January off always. I always have. And typically it was to train for the big D climb, but the big D climb is in March this year. So I'm still just going to take January off because I normally overdo it during holiday season because there's great Christmas beers and parties. But this year, I think I drank once this month already and it wasn't anything to write home about. We didn't even have the guys over in December. You know? I'm just 
I could see myself just stopping. Not that I'm against alcohol. I just don't need it in my life right now. Um, I don't care for it. I don't care to take the time out of my day to do it. And if I'm going through the day and the emotions and finding other things to do, and I'm not like, hey, I want to sit and have a beer then, or glass of wine or whiskey or whatever, then why bother? I mean, it's not to say I'll never drink again, and I don't want to set myself up for failure. I'm getting off topic, but I just, anyway. But I'm going to sit, you know, maybe make some hot chocolate or some really good coffee or some espresso and on Christmas Eve and just watch Love Actually. You know, that's my tradition to watch that. That or Krampus. I haven't watched Krampus yet. All those movies, they fit in. It's that time of year where we watch that cheesy stuff. Charlie Brown, National Lampoons, Scrooged. I have a very collected group, <laughs> like unique Christmas movies that I watch in my tradition. But that's my thing. I'm sure other people do it too with Miracle on 34th Street, which is a great movie. Um, it's a Wonderful Life, which I really don't like. I think my, I think my parents or my mom ruined that for me, to be honest with you. Because all I remember as a kid was seeing that on like 17 times. Like all season. Oh, It's a Wonderful Life came on. Well, yeah, it's on 24 hours a day. Why do we, what? And I was just like, ugh. So I blame her for that. Just throwing that out there. But I was talking to my dad the other day about Santa. <laughs> it's a random conversation we have, right? And it was just about, you know, the good Santas. You know, I hate seeing the ones that have a fake beard. I'm like, bro, I already know you're fake. You're not even his helper, okay? But if they got a real beard, I'm like, nice. Committing to the role. My dad reminded me of a time when we went and chopped down our Christmas tree. And he said it was our first year chopping down a Christmas tree. And I, I believe him because I can't remember. But we went out to Chelsea, Michigan, which isn't far. Especially from where we are, or where my parents are. But it does seem far, especially when you're a kid or younger. But it's not at all. I've been out to Chelsea thousands of times. And it's probably definitely built up by the last time I was there. And we went to a place where you could cut down your Christmas tree. And they had different sizes and, and whatever. And obviously we weren't getting the National Lampoon Christmas tree. But I remember at the time I was into it, but I wanted to go explore the woods. I was actually looking for Bigfoot. And I don't know if my dad remembers this or my mom. But I was looking for Bigfoot. I was like, "Big, this is Bigfoot country. Yeah, that's what I did. Like you guys chopped down the tree. I'm looking for the Sasquatch or Yeti, okay? And I would look for Bigfoot and I'd go to the woods. Obviously, they wouldn't let me go far, but, you know, kids. And I'd try. I didn't find Bigfoot. I, I, I remember seeing footprints to, like, rabbits and deer and maybe fox. I remember seeing rabbit poop and deer poop, birds. No Bigfoot. But I do remember looking out at the trees and it looked like they went on forever. And the for like it reminded me, like I was like, I'm in Alaska. Because it was definitely snowing in Michigan. And definitely snowing out there. And I just remember seeing the hills and the big trees, like lines of trees, and then the trees that that surrounded the tree farm, the trees that we couldn't chop down, that were way up in the air like skyscrapers, and the snow was coming down. And when you were in the thick of those trees, the snow wasn't hitting you because their canopy 
just covered you like a shield. It was like a warm protection from the snow and you could feel it. The wind wasn't there. It was really cool. And on the ground were all the pine needles turning brown and sticks and acorns. And I just, I remember the smell of it. Just the, it smelled like Christmas. It wasn't like a, an air freshener in a car. It was Christmas. And I, and I could look through the branches and look outside of this little safe haven and see the snow just coming in. And I would walk out and walk back in and it was, it was great, but we got our Christmas tree and we went back to, to go pay for it. And they had their little, you know, cabin shop, so to speak, it's hot chocolate and uh, candy canes. And I don't think they knew that there was a Santa there. I don't, I I don't remember. I remember walking into the place, getting my hot chocolate and looking in the other room and seeing people. And I was like, there's a Santa. And I remember going to my parents, like, we got to go see Santa. We got to go see Santa. And I don't think they were reluctant or anything or like negative on it. But I do remember them being like, well, we got to pay for this. And I was like, dude, Santa, the freaking tree. Who cares about the tree? Santa. And I remember talking to this dude and this dude, real beard, not over the top, laid back in this wooden chair, big wooden chair, fireplace. And I was like, this is the real Santa. The others are fake. And I, and, and I remember telling my dad that. My dad just told me, he's like, hey, you came up to us and you're like, dad, this is the real Santa. This is not the other ones from the mall. This is, he's real. He's the one. This is it. And I was so happy about it that my parents went to look at him and they were like, um, yeah, like my dad was like, he was so good. He, he, like, he looked like if you were in the North pole and you found a cabin and this dude was sitting there or you were in Alaska or you were in some cold Arctic region and this dude was chilling in a chair in a cabin, you already knew you discovered Santa. That's how intense he was. Or I don't want to say intense, realistic, but I remember the warmth and how nice and sweet and happy and I was just, it, that, that's a memory. I'll never forget it. I can even picture what I'm wearing. Back when I had a lot of hair. But those are things that become tradition. You know, I talked about last year, the family aspect of it. Remembering Christmas at my grandma and papa's house. Remembering Christmas when my other grandma and my aunt would come over. Because we'd rotate, you know, and I said this before, some, you know, there'd be one day we'd be over here on Christmas Eve and then the next day we'd be on Christmas Day. I never liked going anywhere on Christmas Day. I still don't. Even though I had fun when I got there and I enjoyed my people. When you're a kid, bro, I just want to lounge in my jammies. You just gave me a bunch of stuff. Now I got to leave in two hours. You know, like I'm I'm playing my video games or I'm playing with G.I. Joe's or Transformers or something, some toy that came out. And now I got to get ready and look halfway presentable. I can't wear my my jammies and I got to go and put on a face and all I want to do is get back home. But by the time I get back home, I'm going to be exhausted. So now my whole day of playing is gone. Like that's how I feel. That's how I felt. That's how I feel. But it was worth it because now... Yeah, I don't have any family here, you know? Um, and what I mean by that is 
I have, yes, Luke is my family, obviously, and we have a great time on Christmas. Let's, let, let me not paint you that picture. But I do miss the big dinners, you know? Because I don't know how much food I, I got to cook for Luke and I. I mean, a big dinner for him is, I mean, and he eats a lot. He eats more than me. But I don't need to make all that stuff. And all my friends are busy. You know, they either got families of their own now, or they don't live here anymore, or, I don't know, maybe I'm not friends with them anymore. Um, so I do miss that, because I, w- I would like to... It's like a catch-22. I really enjoy the one-on-one time with myself and my son more than anything in the world. And I wouldn't trade that for anything. But as he gets older, I would like to be able to have that moment and say, hey man, so-and-so and -and -and so-and-so is coming over. We can hang out and have a little good time. You know? We're all going to hang out and eat and watch a movie and play music and mess around and play games or something, you know? So I do miss that. I got an email not too long ago. I didn't respond to it. I probably should. Did I? No, I didn't. From my cousin Katie. So they're doing Christmas. I, I don't. I didn't read much of it um, because I'm not going to be there, you know. But obviously, Grandma Papa passed away. So Katie's doing Christmas at her house with her husband and kids um, and invited all the family out. I, I went there... I mean, I've been to Katie's house a few times, long time ago. Obviously, I'm not flying back for Christmas. Um, and I don't foresee myself really doing that anytime soon on a, on a multitude of reasons why. But um, I, I would like to, you know, that is cool to see that that's happening. That's nice to see that that's happening again because we're all getting older. I mean, I'm not, you guys are, but, you know, families change. The dynamics of families change. You know, Katie's kids are not the little kids that I held when they were babies anymore by any means. Now it would just be awkward. Uh, can I hold you, please? Kids looking at me. What, I, think, well, I don't even know how old he is. What is he, like 15, 16 now? I don't know. He'd be like, dude, bro. <laughs> wow. Um and then they get boyfriends and girlfriends and married, and then they go to college and they're separated. Families inevitably spread apart. That's I understand that. I do. I'm spread apart. My sister's in Colorado. My parents in Michigan. I'm here. Like, pff, connect the dots, you know? Back home, though, the majority of my family is still in Michigan. They haven't moved. Some might have moved farther to a different part of town or... But they have moved, so it's it's easy and easy-ish for them to get together, you know? And it would be cool to do that one more time, to be able to go there one more time and do that. It's not to say I can't go home for, Mich- or for Christmas, but I can't be there for Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. I've got a son, and he's got a mom. And I would be really angry if she tried to pull some crap like that on me. I would never want to do that for her or for my son. So it would have to be before Christmas to do that. But it would be fun. And I hope that as I get older and 
and we moved to a different location, a bigger location, and that I can invite my friends over because they are my family. You know, I don't have people here. So I can say, hey, guys, let's do a Christmas dinner the week before maybe and, and let's just hang out and do something like that. Because I think it's good for people to get together. I think, it's, I think people should make that effort. And I think people should forego all the nonsense and the hecticness and being annoyed. I hate when people get annoyed around Christmas. I used to get annoyed around Christmas. Oh, this person's coming over this time. And this person's always like, just, just shut up. Get over yourself. Who cares? Who cares if so-and-so's early? Who cares if so-and-so's late? Who cares if so-and-so didn't bring what they said they were going to bring? Just get over it and enjoy the moment. Because at some point in your life, that moment's not going to be there. And, it's, and you can't make everything go the way you want it. So just get over it. And just whatever. If your crazy cousin whoever, or crazy uncle whatever decide to come over, man, just embrace the craziness for a day. Because all families are crazy and everybody's got one or several. So I think about that. I like to think about like what they're doing on that day. And, and whenever I think about my cousins and my family getting together, it always reverts back to grandma and papa's house. And I think grandma and papa would be super proud that they've made those memories for all of us. Those memories that'll pass on in stories to my son, to his kids, and so on and so forth. I don't know if they realize, if they've ever realized in the moment what those dinners were, what those holidays were, and how important they were. I don't think they realize that. I mean, to them, it was important to them, their families together. They're doing everything that they wanted to do. But I don't think they realize how important they were to us, to me, to other, the cousins and to, the, to their kids. Even if their kids at times maybe didn't admit it, or even if, even if their grandchildren at times were pains in the butts and we didn't admit it, I don't think they realize that. But what they did was they planted this Christmas tree of memories inside your soul. And as years have gone on, it's grown and become and, and you've watered it and you've created your own memories and you've just grown this tree that's now cemented and the roots are deep inside you and you'll never forget that story you'll never forget those I can hear the noise coming from the basement as I walk downstairs I remember when I was older and I was coming on my own now you know I'm driving my own car to grandma and papa's house <laughs> And then I would see, you know, my cousin Amy's. Okay, Amy's here. All right, where's Dana? Hey, oh, Julie's here. Katie's here. Okay, Katie's, Katie's coming later because she's, she's married now. You know, all that stuff, you know. Who's here? I remember we used to leave, <laughs> sneak out. Not really sneak out. Well, most of us smoked cigarettes at the time. Hey, I'm I'm call- Hey, if you guys are listening, just deal with it. Okay, we're old now. Let's just let's just call it what it is. We used to smoke cigarettes because we're stupid, and we'd sneak out and smoke a cigarette. God forbid you never let. Don't ever let Grandma and Papa find you smoking a cigarette. And they might have known I was hiding that <laughs> huge. 
I am not going to let them find out. Uh, and I would also try not to smoke cigarettes at Grandma and Papa's house, obviously. I'm not saying I never went outside and did in the driveway. But we would leave. Let's go to 7-Eleven. Why? Because 7-Eleven's always open on Christmas. We got nothing to do there. Let's buy a piece of candy or a Slurpee or a pack of cigarettes just to get out and smoke for a little bit. Because we didn't have enough food at, or treats at Grandma and Papa's house. We had to go buy a Slurpee. But we would do that on holidays. I remember driving in the snow, man, going there. And 7-Eleven was not far from them by any means. But it was a way for us cousins just to kind of kick it. You know, talk away from all the ears and talk gossip or whatever, you know, and then go back. And we didn't do that every year, but I just remember that, you know, that was part of it. That was part of the, the holidays. Are we going to, are we going to 7-Eleven? Like we'd start talking about that at dinner. Okay, it's dinner. We got this much time. We got to be back here. We can't be late for, you know, they'll notice. Because we had a lot of people there. And especially when you're younger, it looks like you have like triple the amount than you really have. Everything's bigger. I've said that before. I just remember the table in the basement. It was like the Last Supper. There was like disciples and Jesus was there and Mary and there's like a bunch of other people. I mean, it was huge. Not that Mary was at the Last Supper, but you get what I'm saying. I don't want somebody calling me out being like, Brandon, it's been a while since you've been to church. You need to go back and you know, learn what the Last Supper was because Mary didn't make it. Um, but that's what it reminded me of. And I know it was big. Probably not as big as I had it in my imagination. It was like a bowling alley. And we did bowl in the basement. But I remember that. I think I said before, I used to be always disappointed when Christmas was upstairs. Oh, man. Even though it was beautiful and they did it great. And I understand why they did Christmas upstairs. It was a little bit, we were kind of getting smaller on people sometimes. But also Grandma and Papa were getting older. It was a lot of work for them to go up and down the stairs. Don't tell them that. Definitely don't tell Papa that. He's going to go down the stairs regardless. Grandma might do it too, but she might be like, yeah, I'm good. Papa, though, would be like, I'm going down there. You're not telling me what to do. And that's just what I'm going to do. You know. <laughs> but I used to get a little bummed out. But I remember that because guess what? You had a Christmas tree that looked very different than the Christmas tree downstairs. And I, to this day, I don't know if it was the same tree. In my mind, they had two Christmas trees. I bet you it was the same one. But we're going to pretend, because I want to make things bigger than they are, that they had two Christmas trees. Now you had two kitchens. You might as well have two Christmas trees. Somebody's going to have to answer that question for me. Julie, Katie, somebody. I think it was the same tree. Let's just pretend it wasn't, just for fun. But those were the memories. You don't see, you don't remember the gifts. I mean, some gifts you do. Yeah, when I got Nintendo, when I got Super Mario Brothers 2 for Christmas. Yeah, I remember that because of how big of an impact that was. You know, when PlayStation, Genesis, I remember those things. I remember some of the guys, you know, my my wrestlers or Batman or G.I. Joe. I remember some of that stuff. Silverhawks. You know, my cousin Julie, she I, she wins. She did win everything. She had just the greatest luck on winning. You know, there used to be a lot of times you'd enter contests. Now you do it online. Send me your email, whatever. But they would have contests at the grocery store. You fill out a little form, drop it in the bucket, bus, or basket, whatever, the bucket or whatever. They pull your name and you win something. A gift card or a gift certificate. They didn't have gift cards back then, way back then. They had gift certificates. 
uh, gift cards were just kind of popping up. You went a shopping spree. She won. So Silverhawks was a cartoon that came out in the late 80s. And I loved it. I still think it's a good cartoon. It was kind of, it was kind of messed up though. <laughs> Watching that cartoon now, I'm like, man, that was dark. I still think they should bring it back. Netflix, if you're listening, bring back Silverhawks now. Or Disney Plus. I mean, you guys are you guys are crushing it. Just bring it back somehow. Even if you don't own it, just buy it. Why not? And she entered a contest for Silverhawks. I, I doubt my cousin. Julie really cared about Silverhawks. Could be wrong. I'm going to have to ask her, but I doubt it. But she won all the Silverhawk toys that they came out with from the the machines to the action figures to the big. Won it. I don't know if it was through KB Toy Store or Toys R Us. She might remember, but she won it. But she would win random stuff like that. I got tickets to the Tigers game. I won these. I won this fruit plate. Or I won this cake. I was like, man, I... I would go to enter a contest. I'd write my name in and I already could hear the people laughing that were drawing the names. <laughs> yeah, where this guy ain't winning. I can't win crap. It's why I don't gamble. I suck at the casino. I've won some money, but nothing to write home about. The most I've ever won, I think, was $400. I think it was either four or $500. i am pretty sure it was $400 and it was on my uh, ex-girlfriend's birthday. I used her dates to play the, the four-digit. We'd go up and play the four-digit lotto, the daily four, you know, drop a couple bucks on there. And then they called it, and I was like, oh, best thing that ex-girlfriend ever gave me. I could give a lot more jokes right now, but we're going to move on. Um, but Julie, man, she, I don't know if she does it now. I'm going to tag her in this, make sure that she listens. So I don't know if she wins now, but man, she, I just remember her winning everything. I, I was a little jealous of it, but I was also like, this is, aw- I have a cousin who wins everything. Why didn't I use that to my advantage? Why did we not go to Vegas, Julie? We could have been like Tom Cruise and Rain Man. You were Tom Cruise and I'm Rain Man. That doesn't make sense though, because Rain Man was the one that won. Doesn't matter. We could have been the new duo there. We could have, we could have won. I could be doing this podcast from Vegas right now, Julie. We dropped the ball on that one. But I just remember that stuff, man. And, and you, don't, you don't remember the gifts. You remember the moments. You remember what you had for dinner. I remember my grandma, papa, and my Aunt Joanne stuffing me with cannolis on my way out the door. Did you get a couple extra cannolis? Yeah, I'll take one. Well, here's three. Well, that's perfect. That'll get me home. What do I do when I get home and I'm out of cannolis? I know I only live 15 minutes away, but it might snow. I'm getting stranded. What am I going to do? Oh, well, don't worry because we're going to give you some, uh, we're going to give you a half a tray of lasagna and some rolls. And you know what? Here, do you need something that I go home with a second, third Christmas dinner? And guess what? That night when I would go home, especially when I was living by myself and I wasn't dating anybody, (laughs) I put on a movie and be like, Yum, 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 yum. I'm just eating my lasagna. Going to dip my cannoli in the sauce. I mean, I was just going to town. Nowadays, man. (laughs) I go to somebody's house and they're like, yeah, we're thinking about ordering a pizza. (laughs) You you haven't even ordered it yet? Yeah, we'll just get one. Great. Can't even take a slice of pizza home. (laughs) You got a breath mint? You got got any sample lotion I can take home just so I can feel good? (laughs) But those are the moments, and that's what Christmas is about. And I want every single person out there to, to know that from the bottom, 
I want you guys to just have a great holiday, a great Christmas, a great whatever you do, no matter what situation you're in right now. I know it's hard. I struggle. Not just not just jobs and finances. Screw all that. Who cares? Money's money. Yes, we need it, but who cares? I mean, I care because I'd, I'd like to have more, but who cares? I know some people aren't spending Christmas with the people they love right now. And some of that is because of the pandemic. I've got some friends in Ireland and I've got some friends overseas that, that they're just not getting together. Things are different. It's, it's a lot tougher for them than it is for us here in the States. If you're listening in the States, trust me, I'm hearing some really bad horror stories and I don't want to get into it because I want to go gloom and doom. But they can't be with their families right now. I know some people that can't be with their families because they don't have anybody anymore. Because either they passed or, 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 or they're still around, but they're just not together, you know? I know people that can't be with their kids for whatever reason. There's a lot of reasons out there. So we, we have to embrace that moment. And I hope that everybody has a good time. And I hope that everybody remembers what it's about. It doesn't matter what you do. If there's one gift under the tree, no gifts under the tree, and you're alive and healthy, who cares? We all like to buy gifts. I know. I like to buy gifts for myself. I did buy a gift for myself. I'm going to see Foo Fighters in August. That was my gift. Bucket list concert. Checkmark. Foo Fighters. I miss them every time. Now, in all fairness, knock on wood, in all fairness... August is a long way something could happen and most likely it will because it's the Foo Fighters and I miss them every time but it's not about the gifts you know I keep thinking that too with my son I'm like oh, I should have got him that or oh what about that but I'm like dude this kid has everything anyway and he's not just getting gifts from me he's got gifts from his mom his sisters my parents you know he got a gift from my buddy like you know my grandma, my aunt, like they, you know, give him gifts. He doesn't need it. <laughs> He'll be happy just to hang out. He really will. Oh, don't get me wrong. He's given me his list. He gave Santa his list and his list grows, but he's very adamant about a couple specific things. So I give him credit for that. And why not? He's a kid. Embrace it. But it's not about the gifts. It's not about what's under the tree. And if you are alone on, on Christmas and you don't want to be and you've exhausted all efforts make a phone call man FaceTime technology has made it so you can be wherever you want to be don't be afraid just do it you're not going to inconvenience anybody look I'm going to tell you right now some of the people that are listening out there right now are alone on Christmas and they don't want to be Send me an email. I'll drop you a FaceTime message. I'll say, what's up? I'll be like Cameo, like the dollar store version of Cameo. I'll say, what's up? Man, you can message me. I can be reached. You're not going to interfere. Any family out there that's bored on Christmas, that's done doing the family stuff, or you're too far away, you got my number? You got my email? I'm not hard to find on social media. Just pick a platform. Roll the dice. I'm probably there. But just make the best out of it. So 
I want to say Merry Christmas. I'll be back next week for the Life of an Average Joe podcast, the final episode of 2021. I have no idea what I talked about because <laughs> I recorded a couple weeks ago. But check it out. I'm sure we looked back on this year. I'm sure we talked about things that we do going into next year. I'm just, just reflection. And then we then we launched January. Oh my gosh. January shaping up for killer podcasts. I've got Nick from the AOK podcast coming on here. Very excited about that. Um, I'm going to be live in Austin at, yep, ready? Here it comes. Oasis Texas Brewing Company's Brewery. That's right. Oasis Texas Brewing. So excited to see the guys at Oasis live in Austin. Thank you guys so much, Oasis. You've made a awesome Christmas beer once again. And even though I'm not drinking much this year, that was one of the last beers I had. So respect. Thank you. I'm going to need some more swag, though. Send me up some more swag, guys. But thank you for your support, as always. I'm going to be down there at Oasis. Um, Wow, we've got some other podcasts, too, coming up that I'm really, really excited about to crack into. We're going to deep dive. We're going to deep dive into Frank Sinatra. We're going to deep dive into the long-anticipated highly talked about life of an average joe my life behind bars the book dun 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 dun, dun. so very excited about that i can't wait to tell you guys all this yummy stuff if i ever say yummy again just smack me next time you see me or send me a virtual smack but thank you guys merry christmas um thank you for everything i really appreciate it i I can't tell you this has been awesome